You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers, with you Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. You got me in here. I'm, I'm doing all the, all the old dances and everything. <laughs> the running man, I'm doing it all. <laughs> that is such a great vibe and such a great way to bring in this Thursday. Uh, is that Are we celebrating anything particular or that's just a good feel, a feel good song? Okay. I'm telling you, Andy has all the vibes. I hope you guys are doing well uh, on this Thursday. Um, Welcome on into the Raw Report. You know we have a great show for you. And the invitation is always extended for you to call in. You can do that by calling 1-800-920-1580. You could join us right now. I see some of you coming on in right now into the YouTube. Hello to you. Hello. Uh, feel free to follow us or come on in there and join the community at KBLA 1580 on YouTube, as well as all of our social media platforms. That's KBLA 1580. You should be following me too at Robin Ayers. It's a good idea. Um, okay, while well, I got the jam playing in my head, let me go ahead and give you a couple of updates for you. Um, you know, this is still so sad. I, I told you recently, Jeezy had filed for divorce from his wife, Jeannie Mai. Uh, he's also talked about recently on his press tour that he had suffered from depression for eight years. Well, I, I think he is, according to him, he is much better. He is realizing a lot of things that he shouldn't have done while he, while he was in a state of depression. And now that he is coming out of that, he is trying to fix things and and one of those things would be to separate and divorce from his wife. He says that, you know, there's no love lost, basically. And he did not come to that decision impulsively. He said, as a matter of fact, he had a heavy heart win. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure he loved his wife at some point. And they share a child together, which, by the way, he says, um, obviously, she's the most important uh, commitment that he has, his daughter. And so it does look like as much as we hope that, you know, there would have been some reconciliation, it does look like they are finalizing this divorce. Um, so, yeah, that's what it looks like. Well, um, also, Brandy Norwood, she's out here celebrating her Stella Rosa Brandy. Um, I have a bottle at home. It's nice. It's nice. It's smooth. You know, um, I thought it would be a little sweeter, but it tastes like brandy to me. It tastes like brandy and Stella Rosa together. But, you know, Stella Rosa is sweet. So I thought it was going to be, you know, you know, like a good, nice little sweetness. But I still got to cut mine. I still got to cut it. <laughs> Drink up. What's up, Andy? You're talking about Stella Rosa, the wine brand. Yes, it's a wine brand. And okay. they've collaborated with the with brandy, not the singer. But the brandy, the liquor or alcohol, right? So it's Stella Rosa Brandy, but it was perfect to collaborate with the singer Brandy to promote it. So she uh, she promotes Stella Rosa Brandy. Um, her She's the face of the brand and all of that. So she's going all around the country and doing all of these different events. And um, again, like I said, you know, I wanted to represent and support. So I went and got myself a bottle. Drink up. Drink up. It's nice, though. It's good. It's good. Um, speaking of celebrating, though, she is also celebrating the 11-year uh, anniversary of 2-11, her album. She just, you know, she's been around for so long, has so many hits and, and all of these things, and she still looks so good, Brandy. She looks really good. So shout out to B. Um, Missy Elliott donated $50,000 to cover past due rents. 
uh, for the payments of residents in her hometown in Virginia. I just, that made my heart melt. I love when people succeed and they give back to their community. It definitely starts with, uh, with your immediate surroundings. And she, you know, it's not easy. It's not easy out here. And, and that, that goes for everywhere. It's not easy. There are all kinds of people who are struggling, trying to make ends meet. But Missy Elliott, uh, she donated $50,000 to help people cover their rent. And I just think that that is such a beautiful, beautiful thing to do. So shout out to Missy for that. Oprah, <laughs> Oprah, she she's talking about how she keeps her relationship on the up and up. And, and I, I can't be mad at this. This is very simple. Uh, but you might, I mean, and I don't think this will apply to any of us. But she says the way she keeps her, her relationship strong, amongst some other things, but one of the ways that she keeps her relationship with Stedman so strong is they stay out of the public together. Think about this. Andy, when is the last time you saw Oprah and Stedman? <laughs> exactly. I don't know where they are. I mean, they're never seen together. You hardly see Stedman. He is a very successful businessman, by the way. He does a lot of his own uh, speeches and different. And uh, he has a lot of books. He's very successful, but he's always doing his own thing. Yeah, Andy. And people are mad at Stephen A. for wanting to keep his situation private. It's not that we're mad at Stephen A. It's what Stephen A. Smith said. It's how he said it's it. It's how huh? he said it. Uh, yeah. I get it. I yeah. get it. I, you know what? Guess what, though? You know I'm going to tell him face-to-face if I ever see him. And it's going to be all love, though. <laughs> it's going to be all love. I'm already knowing. Okay. <laughs> Just as long as you know I'm bold enough to say it. Uh, okay. I have a quick question. Before we move on with our raw report, I'm going to put this question over here in the YouTube chat for you all to uh, to discuss amongst yourself. Listen. Kim Kardashian, whom we are, we're also going to speak about today, she said that she hired a manny, not a nanny, but a manny. She hired a manny in the house, which is a male nanny, um, because she wanted to give her sons some male influence since their dad isn't in the home. She said it's very obviously there. There's a lot of estrogen around there. They have a lot of women. There's all these women and little girls and all that. And she's got these boys and she wanted some male influence. So I want to know, would you hire a Manny to be the male influence if you're, if their father is not in the house? Are you going to hire a Manny? Y'all let me know in the YouTube chat. Andy, I mean, you looking kind of twisted. What's up? Where, where's uncle? <laughs> oh, uncle Rob. For yeah, their, for where, their, where, where you is know, he? Uh, uncle Rob, you know, he's doing his own thing. You know, Uncle Rob is doing it. He's got his own kids, you know, or kid doing his own thing. I mean, you do not hear from this cat anymore. Well, I think he's learned his lesson. He says, <laughs> you know, he, I was on a TV or reality show for years and he don't he doesn't he doesn't get down like that. And I'm not mad at him for making that decision. Um, so, you know, he's got his own life. But, yeah, Kim has a very full life. She says, I need some male influence. So would you do that? I want to know. Um, let's go ahead and jump right into the Rob report, Andy. Now it's time for a breakdown. DJ Envy. Oh, my goodness. This has been a a, a very lengthy uh, situation that's been going on. And that music is kind of eerie because it goes with what I'm saying. Ooh. <laughs> okay. DJ Envy's business partner or associate, Caesar Pena, Pena or Pena, he has been arrested by the feds in New Jersey um, and this is due to a long-standing Ponzi-like. They're calling it a Ponzi-like scheme in New Jersey. It's a real estate scheme. But he has been involved with DJ Envy for quite some time. And guess what? The feds did something, and now DJ Envy is also 
in it. We are going to talk about what he's in. Is he guilty or is he? We don't know if he's guilty or not. We're not going to play those games, but we are going to talk about if he's guilty by association, if anything. So we're going to break down uh, what we're talking about. Um, You know, obviously with that, there's a lot to it. There's some video that I want you to listen to as well. Um, We're also going to talk about, speaking of Kim Kardashian, uh, her daughter, (laughs) Northwest and Kim, they were on live stream and her daughter starts, she she gets to talking too much. She gets to talking too much. What rights, what what is our part as parents? You know, what what is the part that we play when it comes to our kids? You know, back in the day, you used to leave the house and your parents would be like, listen, now when we get over there, you don't say X, Y, and Z or you keep your mouth shut. You know, those types of conversations. It doesn't seem like those types of things kind of, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're not necessarily accepted in this in this culture right now because we do have things like live stream in real time uh we'll tell you what her daughter said we will tell you how kim handled it and uh we'll talk about you know again what's the part that we play should kids even be on live stream we are going to do all of that and get to our entertainment contributor whom i love on the other side you are listening to the rob report on kbla talk 1580 stay there Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Lil Real. All right now, I'm hanging out with Robin on the Raw Report. That's right. Let me go ahead and give some love to Mark from Texas. Well, hello, Mark from Texas. Thank you so much for, jo- uh, for joining into the Raw Report on YouTube. Thank you guys again for the likes, and thank you for sharing uh, our videos out. You know, it's always fun when you guys do that, so we appreciate you definitely. Hit that like button. Hit the like button right now. Uh, let's go ahead and get to our entertainment contributor. It is Thursday. That means Cheyenne Corinne is on the line with us. Hi, hi Cheyenne. Hey, Robin. How are you? Hey, Rob. I, I, I promise you, I said this before. I'm going to take a, 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 a sound bite. I'm going to take different clips of all the sound bites from every time you, you call in. Hey, Robin. It's oh so my fun. God. <laughs> you want to know what's funny? Because I always am teasing Andy because when I call in, he always answers it the same way. And let me find out that's me, too. <laughs> it, it is you. And you, you asked earlier, was anybody celebrating anything at the we, 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 we're losing you. You sound muffled or... Oh. Is this weekend? Wait, we, we lost you. you hear me? Yes, now we have you. You got to come, you gotta okay, come off the Bluetooth. You got to come off the Bluetooth. <laughs> what did you no, say? I have this... I, I'm trying to get fancy. I have this new speaker I was trying to try out that, that I oh, use for Cheyenne, the radio. Oh, Cheyenne, the speaker ain't doing it, Cheyenne. The speaker's hating on you. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's hating good to have that. you. It's definitely good to have you on... Um, fun uh, discussing these topics all the time but it's definitely fun discussing them with you um let's let's yes. go ahead and get into this i don't know how long you've been following along but i have been hearing about this dj envy sort of real estate uh no mm-hmm. one initially was calling it a ponzi scheme they were saying it was a scheme and that there was something going on but uh, originally there were allegations and and probably a lot of investigation that was going on behind the scenes but now i mean it got real today it got real because uh it did yeah caesar pena uh he was which is one of DJ Envy's associates, DJ Envy, by the way, if you don't know who that is, he is one of the hosts of The Breakfast Club. Very popular uh, DJ. He's been around for many, many years, but he also has side businesses. He's been in real estate for a while. He uh, he owns a lot of property. He t- teaches other people how to do it. And he had gotten together with Caesar, with other people, and they would host these big sort of events teaching people how to get in the real estate game. And 
he would have Caesar Pena on his show. He would have him on The Breakfast Club to talk about, you know, to DJ Envy's point, he's like, I just wanted to spread the good word. I wanted to show everybody how to come up in the real estate game, especially our people. You know, we don't we're the ones lacking the information. So he felt like it was uh, his his duty really to kind of give back that information. So he would often have his business associate on. Well, I guess uh, reportedly, according to DJ Envy, and we'll get to some uh, video clip in a video clip from him in just a moment. But according to him, he behind unbeknownst to him, Caesar was getting money from other people, investing this money for other people. And he didn't know about it. But these same people, a lot of people have been interviewed and they've said, listen, I've lost now $300,000, $500,000, a million. People have lost so much money and they say it's because we put our trust in DJ Envy. He is the voice. He is the one with the reputation. And because we trusted him, we went ahead and trusted Caesar. Uh, let's go ahead and, and get to what DJ Envy had to say about some of this. This was only about a week or, or so ago. Let's take a listen. Um, there's been a lot going on, Charlemagne. Like what? Don't say like what, man. There's been a, a million and one accusations. <gasps> oh my God, no! <laughs> I'm being serious. So, so let me explain some things. I'm, I'm not. My attorneys don't want me to speak, but I think there's things that I need to clear up a little bit. I think you should listen to your attorneys. Why don't light-skinned people like to listen? Like, if your attorney told you don't say nothing, why are you talking? Listen. So Caesar and myself did seminars. Now the reason I did these seminars is because I wanted to uplift my community. I wanted to teach my community about real estate, things that I didn't know when I was first buying my first home. I wanted to teach our community about investing in generational wealth. So I did these seminars and brought industry professionals to all these seminars, mm -hmm. whether it was real estate agents from different markets, contractors, uh, conventional lenders, hard money lenders. I even brought auction.com to actually show people how to purchase houses online. That's what I wanted to do for my people. Now, Caesar. If he took money. OK, that's a part part of what he said. Uh, there's a, a whole other clip, but he mm -hmm. continues on saying, listen, he he did that. That was Caesar. But he, I didn't have anything to do with that. Cheyenne, give me your overall take on this and um, and let me know. Some people would say he's guilty by association just because you didn't do the fact checking. You didn't search. You didn't do your research well enough before bringing him on in your home, in your mm -hmm. environment, onto the radio station. What do you think about that? Listen, you know I'm a news nerd, so I did a deep dive on this. Good. It, it obviously doesn't look good for Caesar, but also Envy. You know, Envy and his lawyer are claiming he's pretty much just being brought into this because of his notoriety. But that same notoriety is why you have to be very careful yes, about your position yeah. and who you endorse. You know, the victims are saying they trusted this guy because of who Envy is. Mm -hmm. And that's why even, believe it or not, as journalists, we're not allowed to directly endorse or promote anyone mm -hmm. and usually not even products. Because if one day a person or company is under investigation, we will be tied to it mm -hmm. for sharing it on our platform. So I don't know, Envy being, you know, some flash, so flashy and also him speaking despite his lawyer, like he should have listened to Charlemagne. He was being a good friend then. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not too smart. And I've interviewed DJ Envy and his wife, Gia, and they seem lovely. I hope they did not know this guy was a scammer. But when you are on a public platform, especially a media platform, mm -hmm. you really, really have to be careful about the people and the products that you endorse. 
you I mean, you just hit the nail the nail on the head. Um, I remember years ago, Kim Kardashian, she spoke about this. She says when she first came out, you know, she was obviously she is a a, a world renowned figure at this point, but uh, as she was making her way up there, she talked about how she was just accepting money to to promote anything just because it was a paycheck. She was just putting her name on anything, signing off. But Kim Kardashian has been held accountable. People tried to hold her accountable for so many different products or things that didn't go well only because she she endorsed it, like you mentioned. So she had to get smart about it. Um, obviously, her money has grown, too. So it wasn't necessarily she wasn't having to do things for money anymore. But the, the smarter point, in my opinion, uh, is for her to realize that she can't put her name on anything. It's less to do about the money, but the name, because you will be held accountable. Exactly. And so I think you make a great point. I mean, just in, in terms of um, having a, a platform, having access and influence over people having to do the the fact checking having to do your own homework not just somebody uh who's the homie not someone who is just you know you know that they're successful you don't know how they may be successful you haven't checked you know all into their background but you see that they're successful so you just bring them on i think you got to be very careful about that um clearly yeah and and mm -hmm. and i think it even goes further for like people just you know normal people who aren't in the media because I think about there's a lot of people that have you know a pretty good following and they'll do those stories where they're like promoting products and stuff to get it out to people Mm -hmm. if one of those companies or one of those pages that you promoted on your story you know just for some extra cash hey cash at me I'll promote you on my story if something goes down you could be named in that lawsuit if people ended up going to that site and buying whatever they were buying and it ended up being a scam, you are definitely liable. You are now I feel like you spitting some game. All right. Now you spitting game. Um, <laughs> you might know something since you are a news nerd. Maybe you know something that I don't quite know. Uh, you know, n- neither of us are attorneys, but you may know a little bit more about this. How would you go about protecting yourself if you did say, say, listen, the money is too good. The product seems like it's OK. It seems like something that I would endorse. Maybe I don't know everything about it, but uh, it seems like it could be a win win situation. How do you prevent your yourself from uh getting tied to uh you know a situation like that if it if it goes wrong i think it's hard i I used to want to be a lawyer but i am not an attorney but i would say you know just from thinking about you know dealing with contracts i think there would have to be some type of language in there that says pretty much that protects you from any liability so when i think if you're endorsing or promoting anything there needs to be a contract you know, it can't just be a shake and a DM. It needs to be a contract and it needs to say something about liability. So that's my first guess. I would love to hear more from like an attorney on directly how to. But I mean, when you start talking to the Fed, mm-hmm. it doesn't, believe it or not, take a lot to connect someone with something. They don't need too much. Yeah. And this is the scary part. Um, Speaking of feds, they have made their way over to iHeartRadio where DJ Envy works. And reportedly they had taken some electronics. Um, You know, my assumption would be computers and things like that, that DJ Envy works on um, because now they're all in his mix. They're all in his business because he is associated by uh, he is he is almost one would say guilty by association. Right. Um, 
so that's the scary part about that. I wonder if, and you know, obviously an attorney would be uh, best to answer this, but can he beat this case? Because it, should he be charged or anything like that? But could, could he beat it? Because um, people would admit they never gave DJ Envy a dime. They never gave him a dime, but they're saying I only invested in a, in a partner because of his name. That's a that's a tricky one. I think that the hard part that Envy is going to have to prove is that he had no idea what Caesar was doing. Mm -hmm. And I know like a part that also was kind of a lot of people were questioning him is that Envy, again, he should have never talked on The Breakfast Club because he Mm -hmm. literally admitted, hey, I connected these people to Caesar on the record. Mm -hmm. Why? Like, of course, there's paper trails, but hearing it out of your mouth, Mm -hmm. you saying it is completely different. But I think that he, I mean, Envy has money. I think he could beat the case, but I do think that he's going to have to pay a lot of money. And if any of this ends up impacting iHeart, one thing, these companies do not like to spend their money on anything. So it could possibly end up um, hurting his job in the end, but he's going to have to really make sure. And also a part of it is that at the point Envy also speculated that Caesar was scamming, which he also alluded that he may have knew why didn't he notify the other victims that he also was a victim too? Wow. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, definitely that. Um, <laughs> a great question. Uh, there have been some other people in the mix as well. There's a gentleman by the name of Tony the Closer uh, who has been, th- th- him and DJ Envy, who are all, he's also in the real estate game. They've been kind of going back and forth and uh, who's guilty of what. <coughs> excuse me, who's guilty of what. And, um, you know, uh, Tony, the closer has now spoken out now that Cesar Pena Pena has been uh, arrested. So, I mean, there's a lot of moving parts here, uh, but I, we do have Fahima on the line, which we're going to go ahead and get to her on the other side because I want to hear what she has to say. I know she chimed in on the YouTube, so uh, we'll hear what she has to say when she when we uh, let her speak out on the, on the line. We're uh, excited to get to that. We are going to get to some news, traffic, and sports right now. You are listening to The Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Denzel Whitaker, and I'm on The Rob Report. You are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. <laughs> we are jamming over here. He took it back to the what? To the 90s? Oh yeah, this is the 90s show. That's what it's feeling like. If you are just joining us here in the Raw Report, uh, welcome on in here. We are talking about DJ Envy of the Breakfast Club, who has now he's sort of involved, uh, <laughs> somewhat involved. In a what what they are calling what the feds are calling a Ponzi like scheme, and uh, we're talking with our entertainment contributor Cheyenne Corinne, but we have Fahima on the line who wants to add to the conversation. Hello to you, Fahima. Greetings, uh, Robin, and greetings to Cheyenne Corinne. Uh, just a couple of quick points. Um, Snoop Dogg says he doesn't use any of the products that he endorses, but he'll <laughs> take the money. And I think that that's what. Uh, these celebs should do. But seriously, um, from what I understand, because I saw the story too, uh, and I remember last year, uh, DJ Envy and this guy Caesar had an event at the Jacob Javis Center where he brought, you know, real estate folks and contractors. But from what I understand, he's known Caesar for a long time. 
and they've been associates doing these workshops. However, Caesar, this is my opinion. I don't have any evidence, but I believe that Caesar and his wife exploited uh, the fact that Envy was a personality and people saw them together. So he was able to get their confidence because they trust Envy. And he, from what I understand, continued to sell, get people to invest in the same property in New Jersey. He had multiple people invest in the same property in New Jersey. And um, I think and I, I think him and his wife are crooks. Uh, that's just my, my opinion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, you, you may or may not be right. We obviously uh, he's been arrested. We don't know anything further right now. But I think you're right in, in the fact that he may have taken advantage of DJ Envy and his family because his wife, uh, DJ Envy's wife, is also involved in real estate and um so that may be the case we just don't know but even still even still envy does have a part to play because he um whether we we want to say he was taken advantage of or not that could be part of it but he has a part to play to do his own fact checking with who you know in regards to who he lets on the show and who he's associated with doing seminars with and things Robin, I had a production company back in the day. It was me and a business partner, Cannon and Sec Productions. Now, if my partner decided to go and do something that was unethical and illegal, mm-hmm. and, you know, that I have nothing to do with that. And I don't think he knew that this guy, because, I mean, why would he wouldn't have any reason to engage in a, uh, 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 in this kind of scheme? Because his family has been into real estate for a long time. This dude was selling property, the same property in New Jersey, to a whole bunch of people. All of those people invested in the same property. Yeah, and I Fahima, don't think that Fahima knew that. I'll say this. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I believe DJ Envy when he says that he never took a dime from these people. I believe him. I want to make that clear. Mm-hmm. I actually believe him. I don't think that yeah, that's I'm, his. I'm I don't that think too. that. Yeah, I don't think that that's his his uh, his guilt. I think if if there's a guilt associated with DJ Envy, it is the fact that he did not do his own research into this guy, and he brought this guy into to let him use his platform to hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of people. That was his fault. <laughs> were marketing their workshops this was a side deal i mean he knew the guy for years he didn't know i don't think he knew he was a crook yeah we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna disagree with this one then yeah i mean i hear your point and you're right about that i mean if if you know someone and you're you know doing business with someone more than likely you're just like hey you're a good guy i think you're a good guy like i said before i see that you're successful i see that you're operating in this in this realm, in this real estate game, and you're you're doing really well. Let's help people. So yeah, I think but that he, that's what he was trying to do. Let me get my point out. I think that is what he was trying to do. But I'm saying there is still a part to play when you okay, open you when you point. open up yourself. You open up your platform to let somebody else in. That's all I'm Agreed. saying. Agree. Last point. He only brought him on to promote what they were doing together. Yes, but you see how that, yeah, I get that. But do you see how that has a lasting effect? It's a domino effect. It may be, hey, we, I'm doing this, uh, this seminar with this guy. 
Um, but once you, so me, me saying I'm doing a seminar with this guy, so I'm bringing him on my radio station so we can promote that signs off right. on the fact that I know this guy and I'm doing something with this guy. So that way, anything that happens in the future, y'all already think I trust him. Y'all already think I know him. I trust him because we did something together. So it has a domino effect of whatever, clearly of whatever happened, uh, after that, when the guy started taking money and investing it for people, I'm saying that, that one thing you did, DJ Envy. All it could have been innocent as as all get out, but that one thing you did had a domino effect, and that is the problem. Agree, agree. Yeah. Um. Thank you so much, Fahima. We appreciate your call. Um. Cheyenne, Corinne, let's get on in here. We'll see. I'll keep you posted. What whatever happens with DJ Envy, uh, as you know, the feds have gone to iHeartMedia. They have taken some electronics, so we don't know what they will find. I hope that they don't find anything. Yes. You know? Uh, hoping that this I'm ends well for him. Listening. I know, me too. Uh, so we'll we'll keep <laughs> you posted on that. But let's go ahead and get over into uh, this this Kim Kardashian Northwest situation. Man, this this one kind of makes me mad just because I know how I am and how I raised my kids. And I, you know, we had conversations before I put my kids out into the world. We would talk about things, you know, old school style. I'll be like, listen, keep keep your mouth shut on this, and you know, do it like this. This is what you want to say this is what you don't want to say um but today these days and this day and age it's much different there's live streaming real time and uh this is what happened when kim kardashian and northwest were on a uh live stream together this is what they were saying and listen to listen to northwest a girl's pick more like a girl's trip i really wanted a Wait, how? How? I'll do it. Guys, I have dyslexia. Do you even know what that is? Yeah. You are sure spilling the tea on here. Okay. Well, should I drop an album? North, I'm gonna stop this live. Okay, so it's it's it seems like it's so innocent. It does, you know. I like Northwest. She she's just very. um, She has a lot of what seems to be autonomy as a kid in that household because you know it's Kim Kardashian and, and Kanye West. I mean, they are entrepreneurial. They are very free spirited. So. That's the way that Northwest operates. But she did reveal that she has dyslexia. And um, I got to give it to Kim. She held her composure. You know, that's one of those kind of like, it's, it's the first of all, there's nothing to be ashamed of with dyslexia. There's so many people who have dyslexia and who operate at, at high levels with it. So there's nothing to be ashamed of. But that's also something that I'm not sure Kim was ready to put out there into the world to, you know, let on that her her child has this uh, this, this this dyslexia. Um how are how should she operate? Do you think Northwest or any kid for that matter should be uh, live streaming? It's one thing to record yourself and then, you know, get it approved and, and upload it later. But to live stream is a whole different story, Cheyenne. What do you think about that? I don't know. Kanye, he may have been right about keeping his kids off social media. Now, like you said, I don't think it's anything wrong with, you know, North and Kim. They're cute little TikToks, but lives, they're just super dangerous because you don't get to look back before it's posted to make sure that it's safe. And the problem a lot of times is, you know, going back to the nanny situation, 
is sometimes like they're under the watch of the nannies when a lot of this happens because something like this happened before and I remember North was with the nanny and Kim popped in and was like, Oh, like you're going live. Now in terms of this um being dyslex- dys- dyslexic, um I'm proud that she felt emboldened to share that. That mm-hmm. means that, you know, she's not being shamed for it at home. And many very talented people have quote learning disabilities. But live is, I'm afraid to go live myself. Well, I be live on TV and that is scary. <laughs> you can't, like, and I'm grown. You can't make a mistake. You know, yeah. you say the wrong thing and it's out there immediately. Yeah. You know, uh, there was when Kanye said that he didn't want his kids on social media, that was uh, due to <clears throat> there was a situation where Northwest, once again, she was on TikTok and she was filming her home. She was filming things in her house. And she was live streaming it. And it's like, you can't put all of this stuff out there just for your safety and for your family's safety. But she doesn't know any better. But she's walking around the house. Again, this autonomy that she has, um, I'm sure her and, and the other kids, you're walking around the house not being supervised necessarily. Um, and she's showing all this information. That's just a scary thing. It's just a very scary thing to share uh, this kind of information in this in this day and age. But um I don't know. I, you know, I'm. I also believe wholeheartedly you should watch what you say when, when trying to parent, or when you try to tell other people how to parent their kids. Like, because I don't, you know, don't ever try to get in my mix about how I raise my kids. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so it's hard for me to say Kim Kardashian should this or that. But I just kind of wonder, um, you know, what part do we play? How how she can handle that to help prevent uh, Northwest kind of or any other any of her kids kind of sharing information in the future yeah and to be fair to her i feel like i mean it's hard for everyday parents that aren't kim kardashian to keep their kids off social media you know kim's career is social media so it's probably even more difficult to keep her kids off of it because they know how to do everything because they see their mom do it all day long and kids, they love mirroring what their, you know, parents do. So, cause you know, right now, like I'm thinking my nephew, he knows how to post, but you know, live, not sure. But if his mom was Kim Kardashian, he would know exactly what to do. You ain't lying about that. You are not lying about that. Well, um, I, I just still to this day, I just want to thank God that my kids were they were never on social media like that. They never they're just getting acclimated to inst- one of them, actually, not not even the other. They're just trying to get acclimated to, to Instagram and they're seniors. You know, I mean, we kept them off for so long because it is just it's such a scary thing. Nowadays, it's such a scary thing. So, you know, um, shout out to any parent who's having to navigate that this world, you know, with their kids. I guess you just have to find out as you go along. So no judgment here. But, you know, that is something that her daughter shared that I'm not sure Kim would have wanted to get out this way or so soon. So um, sending our love. But uh, anyway, Cheyenne, it has been incredible, as always, to sit and have uh, great conversations with you. Thank you, as always, for your great insight. Always. Can you let everybody know where they can find you online? Because you are always lit online. (laughs) Oh, my God. You are, too. Everyone can find me on every social media platform at Cheyenne Karen, C-H-E-Y-E-N-N-E. C-O-R-I-N. And also a special shout out to my mom. It's her birthday this Saturday. Oh, well, happy early birthday, mom. (laughs) (laughs) 
give her you. give her a nice uh, a nice hug and squeeze and and birthday celebration shout out uh, for oh, us sure from, from KBLA 1580. Well, thank you so much, <laughs> Cheyenne. You. you enjoy the rest of your night, okay? All right, see you, Robin. Thank you. When we come forward, we actually are going to get into <laughs> a who's got next and what not to miss. I know we've been missing that a little bit on this show, but we have it for you on the other side. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, I'm Damian Young. I'm chilling with Robin on the Rob Report. All right. I told you we had it for you today. Uh, We are going to go straight into who's got next. This is Jay Howell. The song is called Talk featuring Kyle Hippie. tonight i am your host pace poetry and tonight we have a special guest in the house coming all the way from memphis tennessee you are already clapping you are already showing okay, love memphis, for tennessee. jay howell that's called talk. Okay, so um, yeah, this is nice. That is the vibe. Penny Thompson said that's the vibe. I definitely agree. Um, the the name is J. Howell. I put it over here in the YouTube chat. Uh, the song is called Talk, featuring Kyle Hippie. Yeah, I mean Jay Howell. I, I heard a few of Jay Howell's songs and. Even though he's got a high pitch, sometimes I was like, is that a woman? But, you know, he's just got a nice, he's he's got range. That's what we call it in the music business. He's got range. <laughs> he's got range. Uh, so, yeah, that's definitely a vibe. Um, shout out to Jay Howell. You might want to add that to, yeah, he does. He has a Miguel sound. He definitely does. I agree with that. Uh, so you might want to add him to the playlist as uh, along with all the others. Somehow, I got to figure out how to get a playlist to you guys of all or most <laughs> uh, of the uh, Who's Got Next artists that we've brought to the show somehow because I keep hearing it. I keep hearing how much you guys love the artists and people that you've never heard of before and that now you've added them to your playlist. But uh, I would love to figure out. So if you have an idea where you, you, you think there's a way that I can get a list together for you guys to go and play this, let me know. I gotta figure. I gotta figure it out. I don't know. But if you have an idea, shoot me an email, shoot me a DM, or something like that, and I will read that as well. So I appreciate you. All right. So what I don't want you to miss. Well, obviously we talked about this yesterday, and clearly, uh, if you are in Los Angeles, it's definitely something that you don't want to miss, which is the um, the Taste of Soul, which is coming. Uh, it's just going to be such a big, big deal. <laughs> it really is. Uh, everybody's talking about it. Everybody is talking about it. And that's just because you have uh, some of the greats. You've got, you know, uh, there's going to be gospel. There's going to be R&B and, and food and vendors and just a good time, just a really good time. You've got the Whispers who are going to be there. Uh, Johnny Gill, Switch. I just saw Switch. You'll have Tiffany Haddish with her Comedy Lounge. Um, the list goes on and on and on. So it's definitely something that if you are in Los Angeles, you should check out. But also, I wanted to tell y'all about something that I just came across by Fat Man Scoop, who is a DJ. And he's like a um, 
man, I don't know if you call him a hype man or MC, but anyway, uh, Fat Man Scoop has something called Travel Gang Membership. He travels the world. As a DJ, he still travels the world, and this is an opportunity for you to get with him and travel with him. You save money traveling with him. Look at me endorsing like a <laughs> endorsing like DJ Envy. I'm just telling you what I came across. All right, you got to do your own research. But yeah, something called Fat Man Scoop Travel Gang. Uh, sounds like it could be pretty cool if you are interested in traveling. So you might want to look him up. And that's something that you don't want to miss. Uh, absolutely uh, had a great time with you guys. Thank you to uh, to Fahima. I appreciate you calling. Thank you to Cheyenne Corinne. Appreciate you as well. And you ain't never lied. The show's got to get longer at some some point down the road. We gotta we gotta uh, we gotta make this a longer show. <laughs> we'll see. Send send all messages to Tavis. Send all emails to Tavis. Uh, as you already know. This is nothing new. You cannot change the station because Zoe Williams is coming up next with a fire. And let me tell you something. Zoe Williams, he is about to bring it. He already, he already, listen, he already popping his collar. It's about to be a great, great show. As it always is, the voice of reason is coming up right after me. Uh, I'm Robin Ayers, your host. Remember today and every day forward to be a blessing.